I was trying to get it, I live. I want them dead presidents. I want to pull up. Head spin. Get it, get flat. I got six jobs. I don't get flat. Look, man, if you wonder why I'm so hyped, man, it's because we finally getting a season. We finally getting a sport. Oh, first, thank everybody who's listening, man. Thank however you find the you find your way to my page, uh, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube, or thank your cousin, your friend, your partner, your homegirl, whoever led you here, however you got here, man. I appreciate you for being here. Do me a favor, like or subscribe, wherever you find it at, whatever the option is. I appreciate it. But the real reason why I'm so hyped, man, we finally get a season. Like, we back in action. We here. You know what I mean? So, most people probably know the NBA is back. The NBA is coming back July 30th, right? It's going to be in Orlando. I'm a few listening last time. I'm not really sure. Like I say, everything's on, a, I guess, a needs to know basis because, like I said, the cases in Florida are going up. So, like I said, we'll just have to see. I know Adam Silver definitely did. He did a. Um, uh, an interview and he was saying that uh, the rising COVID cases in Florida could definitely still impact them returning. So everything is still, that's the one and only plan, but it's definitely still not set in stone to happen because everything is kind of on a needs to know basis. And they said the coronavirus is something new to everybody and we're all playing it by ear as best as we can. So, and I believe the NBA is no different, but July 30th, they back most of them. Most of the ones we want to see, not all of them we want to see, but and most of them, we'll take anything we can get, though. Going off of that, a few players have opted out not to play. You got Trevor Reza from Portland, Davis Burton's from the Wizards, Avery Bradley from the Lakers, uh, Willie Carley, Steen, Wilson Chandler, Norcus Cousins, DeAndre Jordan, Victor Oladipo, and Seth Lotion. You know, Fabo Cephalosian. And a lot of these players aren't really major players, right? Um, I mean, I love Trevor Reese, the former Rocket. Definitely a major contributor here as far as defense. Also offense. He was good for, some, like, good 12 points. But he played in Portland, so they usually – he was there for, as a veteran, as a defensive guy. But he only contributed about – 11 points. He, he contributed about 11 points a game, 4.8 rebounds. So, solid role player. Uh, Davis Burton's. The, these are the players who opted out. Let me clarify. Trevor Reza opted out because he's in a custody battle. Davis Burton's, he's a free agent now. Like, you know, because the time passed. So, he's a free agent because the season, season technically ended. So, his contract is up. And I guess he's ne- not really of the monster to play for free and risk injury. Um, Avery Bradley with the Lakers, he is opting out because of the coronavirus and rising cases in Florida, and he definitely says his family come first, which we ought to understand. Willie Cauley-Steen, I'm sorry if I'm butchering his name, but he's expecting a baby. Wilson Chandler, also corona, um, rising corona cases for the Nets, well, and he's placed for the Nets. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins, DeMarcus Cousins hasn't really been healthy, and... Okay, we know torn ACL, so he's with the Lakers. He was released by the Lakers, so he's technically a free agent. But as 
per league website, he's still been using their facilities to for rehabilitation and everything. On a side note for Demarcus Cousins, it must kind of be kind of suck a little bit, right? Like you were just with the greatest team ever assembled and didn't win a championship there. Now you with the Lakers, who have a serious chance of winning the title, and you're not healthy. Those two chances were kind of like you <laughs> on paper you were supposed to automatically win, but it's kind of just not happening. That kind of yeah, that's kind of trash. That's kind of trash. And <laughs> you working out there too. That's wild. Also, DeAndre Jordan opted out because he took he tested positive for COVID nineteen. And definitely I'm first with him and his family. He played for the Nets. The Nets should almost just not even enter the playoffs because you missing DeAndre Jordan. KD's still out and Carl Kyrie's not playing. Moving forward, you have Victor Ola, Victor Oladipo who's opting out. Quad injury because he's not fully healthy. And then Thabo Cephalosha for the Rockets. He's not playing, but he wasn't a real contributor anyway. He averaged 2.2 points for 10 minutes. Like, come on, man. My my 2K player had an overall of 72 when I first made him. <laughs> after about eight. So, yeah, but the NBA playoffs are supposed to be coming back. And I'm excited just to get some kind of sports back, as I'm sure a lot of you are. But, like I said, they're going to have... They were supposed to finish. I think they said the latest would be, like, late October. But we're just glad to be getting them back. I'm kind of... I'm like... I'm... Also, I expressed last episode, I'm really curious about, like, how teams would just do. Like, we know how they do on paper. You know, the Clippers, the Lakers, the Rockets. All all the Western teams that are involved, we expect them to kind of just go off. Because the West, the West is stacked right now. I mean, of course, you got Milwaukee, a uh, couple teams in the East, and but it's just something about this just seems really w- when a COVID nineteen pandemic, right? But it just seems so they've been off for a while. I'm sure. I mean, they're all professionals, so you th- you would think they would all be healthy and take care of themselves. But some about this, some about this to me says anybody can win right now. Like it, it doesn't just say. Clippers and Lakers to me. It, it somebody says it's up for grabs. So I think that's what I'm more so excited about. Who will take advantage of it? I can't tell you because, like I say, we none of us will have the inside scoop on who's been training, who's been taking it seriously, who's been eating right, whatever, whatever. I'm super excited to see what they can do. If you just want to go down straight up, ask me. If you were just gonna straight up ask me who I was most excited about, I would definitely say the Rockets, yes. Lakers, Clippers, obviously. Everybody's who, that's who everybody's excited about. But like a dark horse, who I'm just like, kind of itching to see, the Pelicans. Just because they're like a, they're a young squad. You got Zion, you got Lonzo, you got Brandon, you got Jackson Hayes, Drew Holiday, JJ Reddick, Josh Hart. You know, they like a, they a low key squad, you know. They got they got low key, you know, good little squad. Do I know how they how they've done in this? I want to say time off because everybody's kind of just been it's been hard for everybody. But this time without basketball, how the you know how they handled themselves, I can't speak to that. But they're young young talent with some good veterans, who with some solid veterans, not just some veterans who got just kind of there to quote-unquote, for veteran leadership, but who can still actually play. So, I am excited to see what they can do. 
But even moving on from the NBA on to the NFL, surprise, surprise, another secret comes out. Oh, the Patriots cheating again. Doing things like they always done. But for whatever reason, nobody cares. Like, nobody says anything. They might get a little attention. And then they it does it gets addressed maybe a couple times. They get a slap on the wrist by the league. And then they go on to win another championship. And nobody cares. I'll get sweeped butt of the rug. But we're going to put some light on this day. That's what we're going to do. We're going to put some light on this day. Since this is the time where secrets are coming out. You got the Patriots cheating. You got... What else you got? You got Will and Jada out here having an open relationship, but <laughs> we're all gonna see them all people. But no, nah, we're gonna talk about these things today. So yeah, Patriots get caught filming the Bengals Bengals practice. They lose a third round pick and their fine is one point one mil. Again, the Patriots got caught filming a Bengals practice. They lose a third round pick. And get fined 1.1 mil. Slap on the wrist. Let's go back to the last, to the last two incidents. Deflategate, one mil. Spygate, a quarter mil. Those don't know. $250,000. And a first round pick for Spygate. But yeah, for filming a Bengals practice. The Bengals weren't even a great team, which was crazy. Why are you filming their practice of all teams? But you don't even lose a first-round pick or second. You lose a third, which for the Patriots, like how the Patriots have been over the past few years, they, they'll get everything in free agency. The draft is a good thing for all teams, but it, it, it they don't live and die by it. But, yeah, so I don't know what the league – is going to do with the Patriots because this can't continue in my opinion. I don't know what other teams need to say something, what other GMs, what other owners or whatever because what them, a lot of media doesn't like to address, I want to say doesn't like to or they just, maybe they just forget about it. Roger Goodell and Robert Kraft actually used to be really close until I think they hit the Patriots' second offense. They used to be really close and with this this light treatment of everything they do, this kind of laissez-faire, like, ah, whatever, it's whatever attitude, nonch, very nonchalant, I feel like it really can't continue. The league more so punishes, like, it, ne- it never really punished the organization so heavily. It more so punished the players, and I can't even, whenever the coach is making a, uh, have an offense, but the organizations themselves never really take a real hit. I don't know if you all remember for Deflategate, Tom Brady took a lot for that. Which he probably should have because if you all remember the story, he was saying that, you know, okay, I think it was 11 out of 12 balls were uh, under regulation, the proper pressure, like were under the proper pressure for regulation. And he said that he had, he didn't know about anything about it. But 11 of the 12 balls were underinflated. And the quarterback who touches the ball (laughs) more than anybody else on the field kind of doesn't know it's kind of it's almost a little ridiculous and it wasn't just slightly like uh it was pretty drastically under uh under inflated and the league mainly roger goodell came down on tom brady hard with a lot of uh new stipulations like i think one wild thing he said none of his players could visit him or something like that and so with those things it just kind of makes you kind of give a side eye towards the goodell and the league itself like you don't know what it is, but 
the players will get the brunt of all of all charges of all things rather than the organizations themselves. And since we're on organizations, and since we're on the Patriots, I really want to hold it in to the end of the show. I really, really, really want to hold it in. But here's the charge of this. with the pages, man. Former Blend quarterback, former Florida quarterback. To be honest, and I gotta be honest, just because I got some old friends listening to this, I used to not even be a Cam Newton fan. Well, back when he was an Auburn, at least. But when I went to Blend, <laughs> he came out there and he showed some love. And so now, yeah, we Blend brothers now, so... Whatever, I ain't, I ain't trying to hear what y'all trying to say. That's such a huge deal because, yes, you have Tom Brady, Tom Brady, the GOAT leaving, going to Tampa Bay, and I definitely believe they'll make a deep playoff run. But you have Cam Newton, who was done pretty bad, in my opinion, by the Carolina Panthers when he was, when he was released. He gets a second chance to go redeem himself with one of the top five teams in the league and a top, as far as I'm concerned, a top two coach, and he ain't two. He ain't the second. One of the top two coaches in the league. So it just all fell in place for him, man. I'm so happy for him, man. Congratulations to him and his camp agent, whoever, whoever helped work that deal out, man. Man, we are real happy for Cam because, let's like say, Cam was always bound for greatness. We saw when his league, in his league MVP, really when he first came to the league, he was bigger than any other quarterback. He could throw, he could run, he could do everything. But unfortunately, like when he was the only weapon in Carolina, they kind of overran him. Body got banged up. That car wreck he was in didn't help anything either. And just wear and tear kind of happened. But some of the media, not all, but some people like to say he's just too damaged. He's too damaged of goods to really be any major use, right? The problem I have with that is, yes, Cam, Cam Newton has had many injuries. We all know that. But Cam Newton's not, Cam, Cam Newton's about 31, I believe, or 30. Somewhere around that, somewhere around that age, he's a he's still a young quarterback. He's still in his prime age, and he's going to the Patriots, who use they get. I want to say the trash of every team and make them great. They'll get people who from other teams who weren't at their best at their last team. That makes sense. Like they might not have been playing at their top level when they left at the time they were leaving. But then they'll come there, redeem themselves, come back, and then they'll be the hottest commodity if they leave. They're like the opposite of the Browns. The Browns is where every team, every player goes to die to not be good anymore and to almost hopefully you have a decent year to where you can retire in peace. And the Patriots is where you go for a second chance. Almost like almost like Houston might be. The city itself. Well, teams go to the Texans, teams go to the Rockets, and Teams go to, coaches go to U of H. 
And um, they'll play here for a little bit, coach here, whatever. Have a decent little run. They won't be number one, but they're not bottom of the barrel. Be here for a little bit, elevate themselves, and then become the best thing at the next team they're at. We don't know why. It's some in the air, some in the water, whatever it is. You come to Houston, I don't know, maybe you're drinking the Houston oil and you get some juice for the next team you go to. Whatever. Who knows? Two names that immediately come to mind. Um, Jacoby Jones and every recent every recent U of H coach, Art Browse and Kevin Sumlin. Getting back on topic we, uh, with the Patriots and Cam Newton. Say we do have an NFL season this fall, right? Say they get to get all the get some of their practice in for the offseason. Have a few, maybe like one preseason game, and we have a full season. Say these things do happen, hypothetically. I honestly can't say they will because I'm nobody knows how these things are going because we're definitely finding out new things every day. But say all those things do happen. And we get what we're looking for. What do we think about the team? How well do we think they're going to do? What do we see for them? Do we think they will have a better season than Tampa? Do you think that this could be a stunt, to, almost like a cushion blow to say that? Because, you know, okay, the quarterback that they had was Jared Stidham. And nobody knows who Jared Stidham is. But do you think getting Cam Newton could be, say, could be like, you know, we tried. We tried to do something. Tried to make something happen, but we're trying to set up for next year, you know. It could be a way to kind of salvage whatever season they think they might have and maybe, maybe not make him the scapegoat. Maybe. Could that be a possibility? Who knows? Man? I don't really put it past to any, uh, anybody to do that because, like I said, we all know – the league is a business first. And with that, people do need to kind of protect themselves, protect their livelihood. But at the same time, everybody's got an ego. The big the big issue was always did Belichick, is Belichick coach enough to do it without Tom or was Tom like the deciding factor? I was always the biggest argument we all know. So, scapegoat, maybe I think that's a little far-fetched, but I think it's a, yeah, I think it's a little far-fetched, but I'm going to go on the, on, the, on the side of, he definitely thinks Cam Newton could be useful. He definitely thinks he'll make a real impact, and let's say hypothetically they do go all the way. Let's say they make it happen. What's going to be the argument then? Well, let's say Tampa makes a deep run to the playoffs. But the Patriots make a deep run as well. I mean, you can make the argument, okay, they're both great individually. But they were just at their they were at their apex when they were together. We could definitely say that. Cam, excuse me, Cam ended up in Foxborough is just it's just so it's crazy. It's crazy. Like it there was always a um there was one little theory going around that the Patriots were hoping to get hoping to maybe tank the season or maybe be able to trade up in the draft next year for Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson. 
And for a second, I honestly did believe that. I thought that was, eh, that sounds like a possibility. You know, losing Tom Brady, you want a solid quarterback. And, like, I don't know Jared Stidham, and I'm not sure what he's really capable of. And them losing Jimmy Garoppolo. So, all that seemed plausible. You know, it didn't seem so far-fetched to where, like, you know, that couldn't be a possibility. So, I bought it. Now, I almost, I almost made it true. Like, I almost made it true in my mind. Like, it was that, like, that was going to be it. That was going to be the thing. But with this, you have a relatively uh, young quarterback. As far as physical health, debatable. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as to say he's on his last legs. But you have something to work with. And his upside is big. His downside is just injury. He can get hurt. But as far as horrible play and costing you a season, I don't think that's the guy. I don't think he's the he's going to be the quarterback to do that to a um, to the program. And I don't know. Like with that, a lot of people would almost rank him differently. Well, him as a quarterback, because like I say, his play could change. Carolina needed him to pass and be like one of the top runners before Christian McCaffrey got there. But with the new team, with the new coach, the new staff, where would he be as far as rankings, right? Sporting News put out a, a quarterback ranking list. Now, obviously, you have Patrick Mahomes at number one. Obviously, deserve Lamar Jackson at number two, Russell Wilson number three, Drew Brees at four, Tom Brady at five. I disagree with that. Aaron Rodgers at six. I disagree with that. Deshaun Watson at seven. Also disagree with that. Dak Prescott at eight. Matthew Stafford at nine. Ben Roethlisberger at ten. And the reason I disagree with some of these is because most of these guys I will put in the top ten, just not in that order. For me, yes, I agree with Patrick Holmes at number one. I agree with Lamar Jackson at number two. I agree with Russell Wilson at number three. Honestly, I it's hard because I almost want to put Russell Wilson number two because he's been so disrespected by people not addressing him because in my Russell Wilson should have been one an MVP but for people who've beat him out of the winning they've just had unbelievable seasons like like Patrick Mahomes and his his 50 plus touchdown season then Lamar Jackson with his over a thousand yards rushing but yeah so I guess the two and three spot I, I guess I could leave him as is but I, I, my mind and my heart conflict at that point. They just they having a hard time. Drew Brees would be at number four. Tom Brady would not be at number five. Tom Brady might. I would definitely switch him with Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, we know, is the magician. Like Deshaun Jack, Deshaun Watson has been the life, heartbeat, breath of the Texans' offense, especially since they just they just traded. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, he's been everything for them. He's going to have to be even more because they got rid of their number one receiver. But I digress. Next will be Aaron Rodgers, then Tom Brady, then Dak, then Matthew Stafford, and Ben Roethlisberger. we almost out of time, but if you do disagree, definitely leave a comment. Tell me why. We can just
tryna get it, you bitch. Yeah, bitch. Hit that house, yeah, nigga. Tell me, is you with it, you bitch? Yeah, bitch. Home invasion, what's persuasive? What's persuasive? What's persuasive? From nine to five, I know it's baking, you bitch. Yeah, bitch. Dreams of living life like rappers do. Like rappers do. Like rappers. Do. Back when condom rappers wasn't cool. They wasn't cool. They wasn't. I fucked Shireen and went to tell my bros. Tell my bros. Tell my bros. Then usher Raymond let it burn came on. That burn came on. That burn came on. Hot sauce all at night, I rhyming, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Park the car.